Welcome. You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and head of mindfulness for Shoreline Meditation App. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. If these meditations support you and your practice, please consider donating to the show to support its continued growth, new offerings, and its ever-expanding team. You can find the link in today's show notes or simply visit merylarnett.com and click on podcast. All right, y'all, let's practice. Hey, y'all. Recently, I got to have a conversation with the founders of Mindful and Modern, a company that focuses solely on meditation products and one of the sponsors of today's episodes. And these guys said, you know, we believe that meditation should be comfortable and enjoyable. We don't get extra points for needlessly suffering. Man, I thought spot on. Far too often we get caught up in what we think meditation should look like or feel like, and we forget how simple and enjoyable this practice can be. There is no need for physical discomfort within your meditation practice. Mindful and Modern offers a full range of accessories for a seated meditation practice, including cushion sets, bamboo kneeling benches, even chairs with extra back support. That's one of my favorite products of theirs. Not to mention they have beautifully scented candles. Be sure to visit mindfulandmodern.com. You can use code MINDFULMINUTE10 to save 10% off your entire order mindfulandmodern.com and use code MINDFULMINUTE10 to save 10%. Well, y'all, school for my kids started a week ago, and already COVID is spreading like wildfire through the school, and we're home quarantining after being exposed, and it's just feeling like 2020 all over again. And maybe even a little bit worse because we all have a deep level of ingrained anxiety and stress and fear from what 2020 felt like. And here we are facing it again as we move into the fall and the winter. And as I felt that very familiar fear and anxiety and frustration and anger start to rise up, And I noticed a pretty dramatic shift in my internal dialogue. I thought it might be valuable to hit pause. I'm pausing some of the interviews that I had scheduled to air this month. And instead, I've decided to rerun the series that I created in July 2020, which was called Meditation and Emotional Resiliency. And it was really about tackling the greatest gift a meditation practice gives us, which is the ability to feel everything and be felled by nothing. It's the ability to face tough times and know without a shadow of a doubt, we're going to make it through. We're going to be okay. And we can do it 
with our hearts open and our heads held high and a willingness to engage. So I am going to rerun those three episodes for the next three Thursdays. I hope that they land for you. It was one of my most popular series that I offered in 2020. It got more downloads than almost any other class. And I hope it does again. I hope that you need the reminder as much as I need the reminder right now that we can do this. As Glennon Doyle says, we can do hard things. We can do hard things. And our meditation practice lets us do it with just a little bit more grace than we might otherwise. So enjoy this replay. I'll be back the beginning of September with an all-new series. We'll find time for these interviews at some point, I promise. I hope you're well. I hope you stay healthy. I hope you keep your hearts open and you keep on engaging. All right. Welcome. Happy Monday. I'm so happy, as always, to get to connect with y'all. And, you know, I know I say that every Monday, but the truth is, it's true. Today, we're um, starting our July meditation series. And, you know, June kind of went off the rails. <laughs> every week, something new happened in the world, and I pivoted the talk to try to uh, at least acknowledge what was happening in the world. And then as I sat down to think about, well, what are we going to do for July? How are we going to carve out, you know, meaningful conversation and something that will actually be helpful in our daily lives? What I realized was over the last couple weeks, I have really been pulling a lot of my mindfulness training that was directly related to teaching within a substance abuse rehabilitation and PTSD program. And so I thought we would talk essentially about PTSD this month, although, you know, I'm not saying that any of us have that diagnosis, and that's a real diagnosis. So I want to start by saying I'm not a therapist. I'm a meditation teacher. But I was really lucky to get to teach for several years alongside licensed therapists and social workers within the confines of this program. And so for two hours every week, we would sit together in a group and the therapist would talk about some aspect of PTSD and substance abuse. And I would link a mindfulness practice to it as a tool for healing. And the truth of the matter is, you know, we all are experiencing varying levels of trauma right? And so, of course, there's like big T trauma, capital T trauma, which is not what I am talking about today, okay? And if that exists for you, you might just take a moment to, to let yourself understand that that's not where we're going in this talk, right? What we're talking about today is what I'm calling little T trauma, lowercase t trauma. And this, for most of us, is going to resonate as the trauma of the 24-hour global news cycle, the trauma of witnessing politics in our country at this time, the trauma of living through a pandemic, which none of us know how to do. I, I mean, the murder hornets, sure, we can keep going. I can do this all day. <laughs> and so the important thing to know, I think, is trauma is incredibly personal. So I can't say to any of you, this is a traumatic experience for you, because I don't know. 
each of us will register different experiences in differing levels of intensity, right? And so somebody might be able to sit there and watch the news three hours a day, click it off, go to bed, and sleep great. And some of us can watch the news for 10 minutes and we'll then stay up all night long obsessing over the story that we heard and the outcome and what's going to happen next and how will we be okay. So each of us will be impacted by the varying events of our lives in different ways. I think one of the really important things to acknowledge is just that, you know, a intense reaction, a traumatic reaction, an anxious reaction to a stressful event is really normal, right? Trauma is, a traumatic response is a normal response to an abnormal event that happens in our lives. And so even if you are, if the word trauma doesn't resonate with you, even if you just take this to be the myriad of difficult moments that we've faced over the last four or five months, you know, and, and I said murder hornets kind of laughingly because to me that is like literally hysterical that that is a thing in our, like, why? But somebody else might actually really be freaked out about that, right? Or the like Saharan dust storm thing that just happened. Some of these things can really be, even if they seem so non-crucial to somebody else, they might be incredibly triggering in terms of, oh my God, I just cannot take one more thing happening. And so you might notice if you're experiencing some of these in more intense ways, if you feel like you're having obsessive thoughts about them, if you notice your anxiety level rising, if you notice that you're not able to sleep at night and you used to be able to, if you notice that you keep like going back to it and revisiting this thought all day, every day, or maybe you find that you get set off a little more easily. Did you notice that like a week or two into those stay at home orders that like all of a sudden the spilled milk got a bigger reaction than it might've gotten another time, right? So when we're experiencing stressful moments, difficult moments, our body responds, most of y'all know this, our body responds with fight, flight, or freeze, right? This is our nervous system's innate response to stress. Fight, meaning I'm literally preparing to fight, right? Flight, I'm literally preparing to run away. Or freeze, meaning I'm going to shut down. I'm going to crawl into bed, pull the covers over my head. I cannot face another moment, okay? And it's not like we sit there and think, which one am I going to do? Our body responds. The important thing to know is with trauma or with prolonged stressful experiences, our fight-flight-freeze response can get stuck in the on position, okay? We can get stuck in the on position, meaning that we are living every moment of our lives as if we were actually in life-threatening danger, right? And so if this is our experience, if our nervous system is already all the way up here, we're in it, and something as little as 
the doorbell ringing when you don't expect it can shoot you up even higher, right? And maybe you drop down a little tiny bit and then you drop your cup of coffee on the floor and the cup shatters and you shoot right back up here. And so rather than ever getting to come back down to our sort of base level, our relaxed level, we're always up here in the stratosphere of fight, flight, or freeze. What we're going to talk about this month in our meditation series is how can we use a mindfulness practice? How can we use our meditation practice as a way to start bringing ourselves back down to that baseline relaxed state? How can we start to step out of fight, flight, and freeze? When they talk about PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, when they talk about that actual diagnosis, they call that a disorder of powerlessness. A disorder of powerlessness. Because in traumatic moments, it feels as if your power, your choice was taken from you. And so if you're a news watcher, and if the news impacts you, you might just notice, you know, when I was still driving into the studio every day, I would listen to NPR on my drive every morning. That's when I caught up with my news. And some days I would just feel myself, you know, it was a 10 minute drive and I could feel my anxiety like ratcheting up a notch with every story that I was listening to. And I would have to consciously choose to turn it off so that I could show up and teach the way I needed to teach. Right? So if you notice that you're somebody who's impacted by the news, you might just notice if you're also feeling that sense of how will it ever be okay? What could I possibly do to help this situation? You know, we get stuck in these sort of powerless, helplessness thoughts. And so part of our practice is going to be regaining a sense of control or power or understanding where we have control and where we don't have control, right? So we're going to start to look at the first step of this as coming back into presence. And here's why this is really important. When we're stuck in fight, flight, freeze, right? When our brain goes there, the very first thing our brain does is it rapid fire scans through every memory it can come up with to see if you've ever felt this feeling before, right? Which was helpful like, you know, we were living in a cave, we stepped out of the cave, we saw a tiger and your brain was like, have I ever seen a tiger before? Oh my God, I have, I should run. That's helpful, right? But if it's, we're stuck in fight, flight, freeze because we watch the news and we're rapid fire going through every other time we felt stressed out, none of which applies to the moment we're actually in, well, we're being hijacked by 20, 30, 40, 50 years of memories, when the moment we're in, we might be seated in our house, we might be surrounded by people we love, and we might have the power to turn the TV off. And so the first step has to be, can I get myself back here? Can I get myself in this very moment that I am living and breathing in? Only this one, not the one coming next, not the one coming tomorrow, and not the one that happened 30 seconds ago. Just this moment. 
In our mindfulness practice, you know the very first tenet is presence. Be here. And so we'll practice this tonight. We'll practice being here. The easiest way to do this, you guys, is to connect with your senses. Okay? Sight, smell, taste, touch, feel, all of this, right? When we're here, when our senses are working, we're present. The minute we start going back through memories or freaking out about the future, we stop smelling, we stop tasting, we stop feeling, we are gone from the present moment. This is how when you're freaking out about something, you can put away a chocolate cake and not even taste it, right? You look down the plate and you're like, where did that go? Well, we missed it because we weren't here. And so our practice, this first step, and if you're going to do the whole series, it's this whole first week, every day you're going to practice on coming back into the present moment, right? One time, two times, as many times as you can during the day. So let's meditate together, yeah? If you've already been seated, just take a minute to shift around, okay? I'm in a chair, so I'm just going to move around for a second. You might do the same. If you're seated on the ground, you can uncross your legs, cross them the other way. Let your hands rest down onto your lap, palms face down. And before you close your eyes, I want you to take a minute to just look around the room that you're in. And I know most of us are at our homes. Even so, take a minute, look to one side, all the way to one side. And then turn your head all the way the other way and take in the full circumference of the room that you're in. Just really acknowledging the moment, the location that you're in. And when you've taken it in fully, then you can let your eyes close. And if you feel a little uncomfortable today or a little unsafe today, then always you can keep your eyes open and just take a soft gaze down towards the ground. And together as a group here, deep inhale in. And exhale out a sigh. And we'll do that again, just inhaling and gathering up your day thus far. And exhaling out that sigh. Allowing your breath just to fall to its own natural pace here. Easy inhales, easy exhales. You're just taking this moment to land right here. And if you like, before we even begin, you might just imagine yourself drawing a circle around your body, just with your mind's eye. Feeling a circle of safety, of protection, just for this moment. And it's within this circle that we silently say to ourselves, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. Now 
And perhaps now you can feel yourself really sit. Let go through the thighs, through the hips, through the glutes. Feel a subtle sense of length reaching up your spine. Drawing the crown of the head up and back just a touch. You'll feel the forehead smooth and broaden. And the skin around the eyes softens. Maybe you can relax through the lips, through the jaw, even through the inside of the cheeks. And the next couple breaths will breathe out across your shoulders. You might be able to feel your shoulders drop back and down. You can notice the way your chest rises and falls as you breathe. Gradually relaxing the muscles of the belly. Just as best you can this evening. Noticing how it feels to breathe with a relaxed belly. Perhaps you even notice here that as you breathe in, your belly expands a little bit. And as you breathe out, your belly contracts just lightly. Just noticing this subtle expansion and contraction. Letting your mind and your awareness melt into this rhythm of breath. And as you continue to experience that touch of breath, You might also just feel your ears opening up, even if you have headphones on. Taking in any and all noises as they rise up in awareness and fall away in awareness.
Letting yourself hear this moment. Continuing to feel the breath as it moves in and out. And letting a bit of your awareness move right behind those closed eyelids. Taking time to see the colors or shapes that move behind your eyelids. You don't need to describe the shapes. You don't need to narrate to yourself. You're just seeing this particular moment in time. Continue to feel breath moving. And if you're not congested today, you might notice as you breathe the scent of the moment. Even if you can't identify it. Even if you smell nothing. Notice the scent of this moment. Maybe gently swallow, noticing if there's a taste present right now. And then let your full awareness come back to that breath. Let yourself feel this inhale as it moves in through both nostrils all the way down into the belly. 
and then feel as the breath moves from the belly up and out both nostrils. Take your time tracing this pathway of breath. Letting this breath be the anchor to the present moment. As we move into a few minutes of silence together, just see how often you can come back and feel this breath. Don't worry about the thoughts that come up. Don't worry if you get distracted. Just see if you can come back and feel this next breath.
And if you've gotten lost, just see if you can feel this next breath. Relaxing any tension that might have crept into your body. Take this next breath a little bit deeper. Remembering the circle you sit in. The room that you're in. The moment that you're in. Wiggling fingers and toes, starting to let go of that stillness. Together here, let's take one last deep breath in and exhale out a sigh. Drawing your palms together in front of your heart like a prayer, bow your chin down. Taking a moment to simply thank yourself for carving out the time to sit still, to connect into your present moment. Namaste. Big thank you to today's sponsor, Baronfig. Baronfig is a company that has created a line of tools for thinkers, including guided journals, notebooks, writing instruments, bags, accessories, and so much more. Their meditation journal is my favorite guided meditation journal that I have ever used. And trust me, I have used a lot in my day. Visit baronfig.com and use code mindfulminute21 to save 20% off your first order. Baronfig, do your best thinking. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, please consider leaving me a review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps others to find this show. To learn more about my live classes, virtual meditation retreats, my meditation app Shoreline, or to make a donation to the show, please visit MerylArnett.com. Thanks again. I'll see you next week.